Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up, agency owner? If you're new here, I've got a free ebook on how to scale your business to multiple six and even seven figures by overcoming your dependency on referrals, doubling your profit per project, and removing yourself as the main bottleneck in your business. All you have to do is DM me the word gift on Facebook at Brent Weaver. That's facebook.com slash Brent Weaver. And I'll send you your guide on how to achieve freedom in business and life. All right, let's get back to the podcast. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver. And today we're hanging out with David Pisarek. David is the CEO and founder of Wow Digital. He's been in the web game since 1999, worked through the dot-com bubble, worked internally at a Marcom as Marcom at a college university for over 11 years, then a hospital for four and a half years, started his business in 2017 and has completed over 199 web projects. He joined our program, U Academy Pro, last year to help him grow his digital agency. And we're looking forward to him landing a big, juicy 200th project here in 2021. David, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. Hi, everybody. So, David, tell us a little bit about how you got into this business. What kind of grabbed you and said, hey, web is where I want to spend a good chunk of my career? Really, it, it started uh, really early on in the early 90s. I bought a computer. I started playing with it, playing with it. We had dial-up internet with our, you know, 14.4 baud modem, uh, you know, shortly upgraded. Uh, eventually got cable, but, um, you know just really working it and playing with it, seeing what I could do with technology, excited about uh, being able to make a difference, being able to produce something that I could put out there and, you know, have live for the world to see. And really, I, I love helping people. I love helping, you know, businesses, organizations. And if I can help them, you know, one website at a time, even uh, make a difference in the community to society. Um, that's, that's what I love doing. That's awesome, man. I, I really connect with that. I feel like when I first got into the the internet, I think I was 15 when I built my first website. And there's just something cool about being able to put something online and literally anybody in the world with an internet connection can instantaneously look at what you just created. And I I, I just I really resonate with that story of of how you kind of connected. Um, and, and thankfully, we've come a long way from the internet literally screaming at you when your modem connected. That it's like, oh yes, my modem's connected, right? It's literally screaming at you, right? That doesn't doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, the door stops, right? The big modem boxes. <laughs> yep. Not my our kids uh, have no idea what it used to take to connect. So who's uh, who's an ideal customer for you right now in your agency? So we're targeting nonprofit organizations. Um, I haven't been targeting specifically Canada, but all of my clients have been from Canada. I'm in Canada, I'm in Toronto. Uh, and really we're looking for organizations that are just big enough where they have one or two communication staff, but not really enough staff to 
do the day-to-day work that they need. They're overworked, um, you know, especially this past year with COVID and all the internal messaging and external messaging that they have to do for that in terms of how they're providing their services or products uh, for the clients that they have. Um, and roughly in terms of budget spend, probably anywhere from three to five million uh, for salaries annually. Why are you really excited about nonprofits and helping them with the web? So I guess it's probably been part of my entire upbringing and my entire life. Uh, I've been involved in youth groups. There was always a part of, you know, volunteering and charity and giving back to community. Um, and, you know, if I can do that using my skills and my tools and my team that I have, you know, I, I care. I care. I have a hard time of, uh, you know, once I've launched a project, I have a hard time stepping back from it. I always want to see it, you know, improve. I want to take it to the next level. I want to meet with them and, and be like, hey, have you thought about doing this? Uh, you know, we can really help you uh, and your organization grow, increase your donations, that type of thing. So you've really gotten to know your niche. I mean, I know since since we've been collaborating, you're getting a little bit more focused on this being your market. So working within that nonprofit space, obviously, it's a very large, large space. But what are some of the things that you're doing to connect with people in this market and share some of this passion with other other platforms within the nonprofit space? So as of lately, I've been meeting with a lot of um, decision makers, communications uh, and marketing staff to really kind of dig deep into what their issues are that they've got. Um, and how I can help them uh, achieve their their missions, how I can help them achieve their goals, uh, you know, hit that next level of fundraising. Everybody needs money. And, you know, in, in Canada, there's 170,000 registered nonprofits and charities. Uh, everybody's vying for, for money. So, you know, helping them stand out, helping them uh, differentiate um, so they can achieve their goals is is where I'm coming in at it. So 170,000 nonprofits in Canada, that's a good amount. Uh, so good for you in terms of working with that many possible clients, maybe challenging for them in terms of raising money and uh, and things like that. How, I mean, so, so you've been working within this space. You've had clients in this niche for a couple of years now. You've been working in this space, kind of you're doubling down on it with your work with you gurus. But um, what what have been some of the things that have impacted nonprofits in the last year. I imagine for some nonprofits, 2020 was a nightmare. I imagine for others, it maybe was an unexpected boon. What are some things that you've seen happen in your niche uh, in the last 12 months? Um, it's interesting. Uh, there's an there's some data out uh, from an organization called Canada Helps where they actually showed that donations were up last year, uh, which is great. People are seeing the need for these organizations to be able to survive and, and provide the services that they have. And actually a project that I just signed today, they had the budget for this project because they weren't traveling, they weren't doing their typical stuff. So they decided uh, towards the end of 2020 to put out a proposal, a call for proposals uh, and, you know, signed it today. Well, first of all, congrats on- 200. <laughs> yeah, that's your 200th client. We just need to get you across the finish line of launching that project. And then uh, you're, uh, although there's something magical about being able to say you've done over 199. I think that stands out more than over 200. Oh, over 200, right? Um, exactly. Well, congrats on the on the win. So that's really interesting that people are, 
moving their money from travel, uh, maybe even from running some kind of events to the web. What, and, and you're really focused around the website and the website infrastructure for the nonprofit. So what are some of the things that you've identified are kind of those top challenges that your niche has and how you're actually meeting those needs? So the main challenge uh, that everybody across the board is saying is funding. They need funding, they need money, they need uh, to be able to uh, support themselves, you know, beyond 2020 and 2021. They need, you know, to secure, you know, the next generation of donors and and givers and, and that side of it. The next thing that they're struggling with is time. Uh, finding the time to deal with managing updates to the website, working with database systems, there's CRM platforms that they have. Um, a lot of the organizations have multiple platforms because there isn't one platform that really does it well. Uh, and I'm seeing, you know, a little bit of uh, an idea kind of come to mind for, you know, solving some of those problems. Um, but I, they're, they're struggling with time, really. So it's, it's money and time. Hey, what's up, agency owners? Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Float. As an agency owner, you need quick, reliable answers to questions like, how much money will I make next month? When can I afford to make another hire? And what if I lose that big client? Float, the cash flow and scenario planning software for Zero and QuickBooks Online, helps you answer these questions and more, so you can start making smart business decisions with confidence. To access an exclusive six-week trial of Float and set up a call with one of their cash flow experts, Visit floatapp.com slash the digital agency show. How do you like what what's become your process? I know you've been working with us for a little while. Uh, hopefully we've had a slight influence on your overall process as an agency. But what's been your process once you actually are talking to a nonprofit to kind of figure out like what does this specific organization need? I mean, are you only responding to RFPs? Are you helping clients kind of identify? what they actually need in their organization? Um, so YouGurus has definitely uh, helped me kind of fine-tune and, and refine what I'm doing. Um, my process is basically get them on a quick call, uh, you know, really quickly. I've been doing this a while, so I can really kind of distill down what they, what I think they really need and come back to them with, you know, my thoughts as to what they need, get confirmation of that. And then go through the whole show and dance, so to speak. Uh, meet with them, chat with them, do a discovery process with them, figure out what it is that they need more refined and, and detailed, and then come back to them with a proposal and go through a full presentation with them on the proposal and walk them through that. In terms of RFPs, pre-Yugurus, I was going after the larger projects, you know, like three, four hundred thousand dollar projects. Uh, the problem with that is it's really ultimately a numbers game. Uh, you know, there's 30, 40 giant firms that are, that I'm going up against. Uh, I think I'm, you know, small, but, but powerful, uh, but it, it's hard to compete. Um, and I'm, I'm working on, and I've been working on for the last few years, my differentiation and, and where I come to it. So YouGurus is helping me really refine that and being able to market that. Very cool. So I, I love hearing that process. What's what's been something that's been an unexpected uh, win for you last year? I mean, I think that last year was a challenging year for a lot of businesses. I mean, was there anything that was really positive for you? It was first and foremost the the, the top of mind thing 
Well, so I joined you gurus, I think it was middle of October. And then right away I was thrown into strap planning and I've, I haven't had the time since I've, I've been running wow digital for four and a half years. I haven't really had the time I've known it, but I haven't like put it down on paper or any like real thoughts into, you know, how I'm going to grow, how I'm going to make it happen and how I'm going to achieve what I want to have happen with the, with the organization and my, and my business. So, um, that's probably been like the biggest win, uh, short of that. Um, it was a really great year uh, in terms of projects that I've done, uh, the clients that I've helped, and at the end of the day, you know, the budget. Yeah, very cool. You mentioned the strat planning being an unexpected win for you. What, you know, I mean, I think that this is a, a good topic to think about for our audience, right? If they're not out there thinking about their overall business strategy. I mean, I know, and, and I'm not saying this from a place of like, I always did that just naturally. I mean, for probably, the first eight years running our agency, I don't think we'd ever thought past maybe the next couple of months, like, oh, hey, what are we doing? Well, we need to sell enough projects to cover payroll. Like, okay, good. Let's go out there and sell projects, right? We never really thought about the business in that bigger picture. Like in a year from now, where do we want to be? In three years from now, where do we want to be? Or why are we even doing this? Like, what is our why that kind of gets us up in the morning and gets us active in, in, in the business? How did that process help you to get organized and clear about where you were headed. So you have basically what I'm going to call a work back schedule where you start, okay, here's the goal that you want to hit at the end. And what do you need to do to be able to get there? And you break it down. All right, well, you know, you need this many signed projects. So you need this many people that you're, you know, connecting with, which is this many leads, which is, you know, this much work at, at the start of all of it. And in my head, I knew, okay, I need to bring in these leads. I need to start generating more traffic and uh, thought around my company as the solution. And that's that's probably the, the best part in it. So now you have a, um, I think you're doing a, a podcast interview tomorrow in your niche. So this is something that I know since joining, you have kind of identified, hey, how do I get out there in my market? This is something that we kind of harp on uh, a lot and kind of encourage our members to go out there and gig in their market. Uh, so you've got your first, it was going to be your first podcast uh, interview tomorrow. Uh, we we decided to do a little live training with you, which is kind of for our audience <laughs> out there. Uh, we're helping David, you know, get ready for his big niche debut tomorrow. Um, tell our, our listeners, I mean, kind of how you've gone out there to get active in your market, right? How did you find a podcast that would be willing to have you on in your niche to share your message with other nonprofit organizations in and around Canada? I'm probably going to butcher it, but you had a quote, um, in, in one of your, uh, one of your sessions in, in the, uh, uh, U Academy about, uh, what is it grow on the back of your Oh, I forget what it's called, but basically uh, on the, on the back of the giants, right? So yeah, stand on the shoulders of giants. That's the one. That's the one. Thank you. Um, and so I went out and I was trying to find other organizations that work with nonprofits that are not in the same space. So they're not doing web, they're doing other things for them. And I came across a, a company that works with nonprofit board of directors and uh, they help them manage and strategize and organize and run efficiently. And so I reached out to them 
really just to talk to them to say, hey, how are you like reaching your target? How like who are how are you getting out to them? And it turned into a much bigger conversation. They have a podcast and they said, you know what, we've never had anybody come on the podcast to talk about, you know, web and digital marketing and, and that side of it. How would you like to be on it? I was like, okay. And then afterwards I was like, all right, well, what do I do now? <laughs> We got you to the, uh, you know, get you on, get you booked. And then now the question is, of course, like, what do we, what do you do once you're actually on that show? I'm curious. So you, you found this organization. Did you just reach out to one organization in your niche and got lucky on the first one? Or did you reach out to more than one? I reached out to a number of uh, trade publications. So when I was working at the hospital, there's one called Hospital News. Um, I pitched them on a few different ideas that I had for some blogs and articles that I've written to talk to them about, you know, maybe getting published or maybe having it in there. Dead air. Never heard anything back. I followed up. Uh, there, there were three or four uh, different ones that I connected with that are in that space, not specifically for hospitals, but uh, across kind of nonprofit. And I found them and there was a live chat on their site. And then we jumped on a call and, and it happened. Hey, what's up agency owners? I wanna tell you about an exciting new software product that is really gaining traction in the digital agency world. It's an all-in-one marketing and sales platform and it's built specifically for agencies. Not only will it help you save money by replacing all of your old software tools, it creates a whole new revenue stream for your agency and you can white label it, add your branding and sell it as your own software product. That's why hundreds of agencies have already made the switch from Infusionsoft, Marketo and ActiveCampaign. You can get more info and access their unlimited agency plan for just $2.97 a month or start your free trial over at IgniteYourAgency.com. That's IgniteYourAgency.com. So you you found three or four different organizations, contacted them. Some of them just totally came up empty, but one of them didn't, right? One of them, and I love that you jumped onto their live chat on their site. You you literally used their, you know, their lead generation, their contact methods uh, as a way to get in touch with them, which I think a lot of people overcomplicate this, right? They they see organizations in their niche that maybe they could partner with and they think, well, how am I going to get in touch with those people? And you, you literally just went to the website and, and initiated a, a live chat. So how did that, I'm just kind of curious and, and you can you can be uh, uh, as honest as you want to on this one, but how did it feel to kind of get the dead air, right? Did, did you feel like a sense of rejection on that or did it kind of give you a little bit of context for for maybe or or even confidence that that helped you reach out to more people? I know companies are busy. I know I know people are busy. It's a it's a busy time of year. It, the timing was really poor. It was I think beginning of December, uh, so you know already people are in their heads on vacation and you know checking it out for the year that type of thing. Um, I don't take that as a personal rejection. I don't think of it that way. I think of it as a all right, well, they'll get back to me later and, you know, I'll follow up with them again. Let me get a bit more traction and then I can hit them again saying, you know, I was on this space and I've had something published here. Maybe now you'll talk to me. And, you know, it, it's really about, I think, perseverance. And on, on my side, it's about a numbers game, right? The more you put out, the better chances and odds you have of having one person get back to you. So when you reached out on chat, I mean, was it just like, hey, What's up? Or I mean, what was kind of your initial message? Because I think people are interested in this. If they if they're, you know, maybe their business has been driven purely through referrals and word of mouth and they're wondering, well, hey, how would I network with people in my market? What was kind of your initial message to them? So I come 
looking at all this stuff very skeptical. I thought for sure it was a bot. I'm like, there's no way that this is a live chat. I had a live chat on my site and I got questions all the time about all kinds of different things. And I turned it off and put a bot there instead. But um, so I, I figured, all right, for sure this is a bot. And then, you know, I got a reply back and then, you know, through the conversation, I was like, "There, this isn't a bot. This can't be programmed. This isn't uh, something. And it turned into, uh, you know, are you available right now for a chat? Yeah. Okay. Picked up the phone and and hit it that way. Uh, I'm very much, even though I'm, I, I love digital and I love technology, I very much like the old school communication techniques, picking up the phone and actually talking to somebody uh, and reaching out and trying to create that human connection with somebody. And you can't get that through an email. Yeah. I think, I mean, ultimately with any, any type of, of, of audience or awareness channel, where it's a publisher or a potential strategic partner or influencer, I mean, there's only so far that you can go through uh, chat and messenger, right? I mean, obviously, we want to be able to take that to a conversation. I, I love that you just you reached out to these folks in your niche. I don't even know if you uh, had intended to reach out to a potential podcast. It sounds like you found an organization that could be a potential strategic partner, and they just happen to have a podcast, which is super cool because now there's this audience of people that you're going to be exposed to in your niche but then there's also the potential strategic partnership. Like you're going to go and create content with this advisory company for boards of directors, which they obviously have a network. They probably know lots of potential ideal clients for you or other people in your space. And then you you touched on this earlier. You're going to get the authority of being on a show. And now you can take that piece of content and you can then share it with maybe some of these publishers that didn't get back to you right away. Like, oh, hey, I just was on this show, right? Uh, which is super cool. Exactly. Exactly. You know, if I can get articles published on, you know, NBC, like there's lots of them out there and I could just, you know, put their logos on my site as proof points. Like that's huge. Yeah. I mean, I think in, in having more authority and credibility uh, in the space, but also too, I think I'm excited for you about this thing you've got going on tomorrow because you're going to go do it. You're going to build a relationship with this person. And I think that getting a little bit of a win, um, whether or not it gets you a lead or a client immediately, I think it's going to help to build your confidence. And it's going to make you feel like, oh, wow, like people want to know what I have to share. They're interested in my ideas, my content, et cetera. And I think sometimes as an entrepreneur and an agency owner, sometimes we just need a little bit of that like positive encouragement of, wow, I do have something that people really want. And, and I think hopefully you're going to feel that a little bit tomorrow. That's the plan. Um, I like to think that, you know, I'm, I'm doing something for the greater good and having an impact. And, um, you know, if nobody comes to me from it, so be it, you know, leave no stone unturned. Right. I, I'm sure you're going to get some great results from it. We talked about strategic planning earlier. I'm curious, where do you see your agency a year from today? You know, I'm trying not to measure my success against any of anybody else's success. You know, I'm, I'm trying to walk my path in, in my path, not against somebody else's. Um, and so, you know, I see all these ads that show up in my feed, you know, grow your business to, you know, seven figures, eight figures, nine figures, you know, with agencies or businesses that big, there's other problems that come with it. Do I want to grow? Yes, I do. I, I want to have more impact. I want to have greater impact. I want to help. So a year from now, what I've got is uh, basically a 30% growth. Very cool. Well, I like your perspective on there that you're focused on your path, not other people's paths. I think that's it's easy to accidentally start to put make other people's goals your goals. And 
when you do that, I think that it's um, sometimes it means that you're not going to have the drive or the the desire to achieve somebody else's goals because they're not your goals, right? That's that's challenging, and it always kind of feels like like maybe you're putting on somebody else's clothes, which can be like weird, you know? Like maybe they don't fit fit exactly well if you are are playing other people's games. Uh, I was journaling journaling the other day and. I was thinking about like, you know, entrepreneurship as a, as a game. And if we're playing this game, you know, who's the competition? You know, who's my competitor? Right. And, and there's some obvious answers to that question. But I think what I ended up writing was that I'm competing with myself. I'm competing with the goals that I've set for myself. I'm competing with my, my past self. You know, I'm competing against my future self. Right. I think I came back to this idea that I'm really competing against. Myself, which I think is very similar to what you just mentioned, right? You're on your own path and it really just matters that you're achieving your goals, nobody else's goals or nobody else's expectations. So I think that's a great mindset to have. I think for our listeners today, they can learn a lot from uh, you around that, David. So, dude, this has been awesome. It's been awesome to kind of unpack your story, your journey a little bit. I'm really excited for your podcast interview tomorrow. Uh, by the time our episode publishes, maybe the one that your guest appearing on within your niche will have been published. And so we'll link to that out in our show notes if we have a chance. Uh, are you ready for our lightning round? Lightning round. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's do it. What is the best advice you've ever received? I don't know who gave it to me uh, or where I've heard it, but uh, it's that I should love what I do and I'll never work a day in my life. Um, and, you know, a couple of years ago, I heard a quote from uh, uh, Mary Forleo, and she said, never start a business just to make money. She said, start a business to make a difference. And, you know, I really feel that that's kind of where and what I'm like driving to. Which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? Most probably my organization and planning. Um, I love I, I, anything that comes into my life, whether it's uh, for the house, the family, for, you know, doing something, uh, Google Sheets and Excel. Uh, it goes right into there. I run whatever formulas on it, uh, and I, I plan it to the nth degree. Can you share an internet resource, a tool, or app that you use that you think our listeners would find valuable? For sure. So there's a great one. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, Brent. It's called uh, WP Feedback. Uh, it's a WAS tool, um, and basically it helps you really cut back on the amount of time that you spend going back and forth with your clients on uh, on you know troubleshooting a website or or leaving notes back and forth, uh, you can just click on the page, leave a comment, and uh, and communicate that way. Um, and if anybody's interested, I actually reached out uh, to Vito, uh, who's the the gentleman that runs it, um, and we've got a coupon code for anybody who's interested. Cool. I'll connect with you and grab that uh, code. We'll link that up on our show notes. So. Awesome to get that tool. What book would you recommend and why? Oh, um, it's an oldie but a goodie. And it's actually kind of funny. Uh, Don't Make Me Think, Steve Krug. Uh, it, you know, it, it's really about um, making things easy for people and uh, and making things, you know, streamlined and, and uh, easy, easy to use. I've got no other way of saying it. Uh, and flipping through it. The, the screenshots in it, I mean, this is the first one. It's not the revisited one, but the screenshots are just hilarious. You know, I actually, that was required reading at our agency. So anytime we hired a new team member, it was it was basically <laughs> the very first book that we always had them, uh, had everybody on our team read. And it, that book had a major influence about how we design websites and 
uh, and even marketing um, as an agency. So great book recommendation for our listeners out there who are on the road, on a run, or on your bike like me while you're listening to today's show. Uh, we'll organize all of those references that David just gave, WP Feedback, Don't Make Me Think, uh, as well as all sorts of other tools, tips, and takeaways on our show notes at yougurus.com forward slash podcast. David, how can our audience find out more about you? Is there anything that you have that they can check out? Absolutely. So if you want to find out more about me, you can head over to wowdigital.com. All kinds of information on there, blog, resources, that type of thing. And, you know, if you're uh, an agency owner starting out or, you know, kind of established and you have clients that are in the nonprofit uh, NGO charity space, feel free to reach out. I'm offering uh, a free comprehensive website audit, you know, looking at accessibility, usability, donation flow, uh, speed, search rank, all that kind of uh, great stuff. Uh, shoot me an email, david at wowdigital.com. And uh, I'd love to connect with you. Dude, awesome delivery on your call to action. I know we spent some time workshopping that. I think you're going to crush it tomorrow on your podcast. Nice work on that free gift. If you are a listener out there and you are in that nonprofit space, definitely reach out to David and connect. Whether you're a web agency, a marketing agency, if you're doing if you're doing consulting with nonprofits, uh, reach out to David. We'll make sure to have his email address, his social media profiles, in as well as his website in our show notes. So if you do want to connect with him, and you want to collaborate in any way, check that out. Yougurus.com forward slash podcast week of David's uh, picture will be right up there at the top. Click on that and you'll see all those great show notes. David, <laughs> thank you so much for stopping by the program today. Not a problem. Thank you so much. I appreciate everybody's uh, time and listening to me go on and on. <laughs> great to have you here, man. Uh, that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And remember, if you want that free ebook on how to scale to multiple six and seven figures, all you got to do is DM me on Facebook the word gift at Brent Weaver, and I'll send you your guide on how to achieve freedom in your business and life. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver. Brent Weaver.